Welcome back to another episode of the IC Pixels Podcast. This is David. This is Anthony. Thanks for joining us again in the new year, 2018. Why am I talking like this? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Come on down. Um, so thanks everybody that stuck with us through all of 2017. Um, instead of doing a recap of 2017 or something lame like that, we have actually a different topic to talk about. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, w- I would like to not relive to. Well, I mean, I guess everything was. It's not like everything was bad, but it was also ugh, until 2017. So, <laughs> um, well, we can do a, a, a two minute recap. Uh, what's your fondest memory of 2017? Uh, getting a job. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, it wasn't getting the job. It was the, the first paycheck. Subsequent weeks <laughs> when I got a check. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, I don't know. I guess related to the like design stuff, I'd say one of my fonder memories was. Um, Do I have one? I guess it sounds selfish and self-centered and stuff like that, but just being recognized for some work I did. Because I did some some work on a website for somebody. It wasn't hard or whatever, but people's socks were knocked off and they were very impressed. And um, it felt good when people actually appreciate the stuff you did. So Take their socks off for you. Yeah, like start slipping, <laughs> slipping them off. You know what I'm yeah. saying? All right. Yeah, no, that's weird. All right, wrap up. Um, over. Um, <laughs> so, oh, and I moved. I guess. Well, I guess that was a technically. Yeah, that, no, no, I did that in 2017. I was done by the first. So you're recording but, from the uh, the new uh, studio. The new studio. The crystal yeah. clear clarity. Yeah, um, the echo is canceled out because of <laughs> new technology in the studio called boxes I haven't unpacked. <laughs> it's because my house is mad small. <laughs> Well, yeah. Actually, I'm, I'm recording from a new location as well. I didn't move, not, not all my stuff, but I just moved my microphone to upstairs. And so, yeah. oh, mm-hmm. moving on up to the east side. I, I can't make those jokes. I've never watched that show. I haven't either. But uh, that's for we, we'll save that for our episode in February where we talk about black history things or black stereotypes <laughs> and how we don't live up to them. Like I didn't see, I didn't see color purple until I was like. 24, 25, and people. I still haven't seen the color purple. Oh, well. There's a lot of yep. jokes that people make. Well, I think. RIP, RIP Prince. Huh? Okay, go ahead. Well, I haven't seen Purple Rain either, or whatever that Prince movie was. I've seen pieces of it. I haven't seen the whole thing. I mean, I haven't sat down to listen to one of his full albums. They played it a lot on the radio when he died, and I was like, oh. I mean, I knew it was good, but. You know, I've never listened I just, to any Prince, any part of any Prince album intentionally. If I've heard it, it was because it was on in the radio, on the radio, or in a store. Other than that, I've never heard any of his music. Yeah, it. I mean, it's good. It's really yeah, good. Yeah, I believe you it. can tell that. I mean, I just yeah, it just was not my. <laughs> yeah, I was a kid when that was out, and okay, I just well, I'm not running back to listen to it now. It ain't take six though. Sorry. Um. Well, Nothing. Um. So, so anyway, <laughs> that's uh, tangent number three for this episode. Uh. So what we wanted to talk about this week was uh, something I just made up a name for called design blindness. 
Um, so it's kind of similar. Is blindness. Oh, never mind. Huh? Go ahead. So the blindness design blindness the blindness. Well, I was trying to I was trying to make it a thing, but no, never we mind. haven't even defined it yet. So, um, okay. So I thought of it because um, I think of it as similar to like ad blindness. So nowadays, a lot of people have become blind to advertisements on the web because they're so used to ignoring them. They, they're kind of accustomed to where they're going to be, what they're going to look like. And so they know to ignore them. Like on, I, I use a Yahoo email cause I'm still stuck in the early two thousands mm. or something, but I'm sorry. I have a Yahoo email address and on the side there's ads and I just always ignore them. I never look at them because I know there's ads over there. And that's the same way uh, a lot of people act towards ads on the internet. And that's why you'll see um, on some sites, they, the ads are designed in a way that they try and look like real content so that they can get people to click on them. Cause I was on uh Jalopnik website. It's a website about cars and stuff like that. But anyway, they have ads in there, but they're mixed in with the content and they look so similar to the other content that until you start reading the title, then it's like, wait a minute, this is not, <laughs> this is not a blog post. <laughs> I want to read. This is not an article. This is like, you know, seven ways you can save now. Guess what he did next. And it's like those uh, <laughs> clickbait titles. You won't believe how he saved Yes. Yeah. You won't believe how I just saved 10% on my mortgage payments. <laughs> or like, check out this fast way to reduce uh, varicose veins or something. I don't know why I would see that ad. But anyway. So. What are you Googling on it? I mean, anyway. I mean in the Google streets, you know. I, I, I just switch it up sometimes so they don't know whether I'm black or white. Like. Varicose I know veins. you're getting old, but you shouldn't have to worry about varicose veins yet. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was all about ad blindness. Design blindness. So, as a designer, I would think that, like, I should be able to see through some design tricks that get played on this, like, on a daily basis. But I've noticed, at least personally, a lot of times, I fall for design the same way, or I assume the same way a regular person would fall for design. So I guess an example would be like, you know, you may see an advertisement for a hamburger or something, and they're using like some sexy woman in the ad to get your attention and get you to pay attention or whatever. So as a designer, I know I, in the back of my head, I know exactly what they're doing. It's like, okay, well, the burger's not that good. So they're getting you to look by using this woman who's maybe you know, like doing something you know, provocative or whatever to get you to look at it. Being objectified by the male gaze. Yeah. <laughs> or no, I feel like she's objectifying me by assuming that I'm going to be interested in the burger just because she's holding it. Yeah. But that yeah. might be just because I have a brutal spirit. But she doesn't have those varicose veins, so you're not into her. I have a brutal <laughs> spirit, so I, you know, I was like, oh, burger, I gotta oh, eat it. it <laughs> but anyway uh so as a designer in some cases i would say that i i'm able to see through the the stuff the design to see to the core of what's going on but i'll say a lot of times i don't have that design blindness that i guess some people would think you would have as a designer like you do this all day so you should know exactly what's going on but yeah I say I think I fall for it most when it comes to like health food because I or food that is trying to appear healthy mm -hmm. because you know it's just like well it's green and brown and stuff and they use like something similar to you know um, what is that font 
papyrus, something similar to papyrus. It's like I just I know what they're doing, and they slap like a Rianic on it or like you know just just earthy colors and stuff like that. I know what they're doing, but it still makes me feel more okay yeah. with it, even though I'm aware that you know I could just read the back and figure out what's really going on. <laughs> but I mean, because sometimes with those things, I know that I know what they're doing, but some if they do it well, I'm kind of okay mm-hmm. with it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I see what you did there. I'm I'm gonna buy in because you did a good job, you know, of selling it. But but I see what you did there. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, I think it kind of goes along with uh, like we've talked about it in the past, like design cliches and stuff like that. Because I think if you use if you blatantly use a design cliche, like uh, we talked about, like using women or even skinny clad men to sell stuff, like Abercrombie used to do, then or Bod Menspray. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. Bob, Bob Menspray. Or, like, uh. <laughs> oh, like, 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 if you think about, like, Victoria's Secret, their catalog is obviously aimed at a specific, you know, they're using a specific ploy to get you to look at it from a design perspective. There's not really much design yeah. to it, it's just women. At least two of them. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, <Go ahead>. uh. <laughs> I think. When it's done in an obvious manner, I can ignore it on some level. I, it's easier for me to ignore it. Or like, you know, like when someone's uh, obviously tar- trying to target a, a, an urban and a, a black, black audience, I can see it. And I'm like, all right, I see yeah. what you're trying to do there. It's trash. I'm going to ignore it. Or I can look past the design and yeah. I'm not immediately like, oh, I have to read this because it says it's for, for us. It's like, I mean... It's like one of those things, yeah, because it's, you can tell that most people can tell the difference between, well, not most, I don't know if it's most people, but you can tell the difference between somebody pandering mm-hmm. versus somebody that's really just trying to reach out and connect with you, you know? I saw, like, a comedian, um, it's one of those white comedians that black people like, I forgot his name, um, but he was talking about that, like, why black people like him, because it was like, he was like, I'm not trying to pander to them, I'm just, you know... I'm asking questions and I'm, you know, trying to understand mm-hmm. better. And that's why people, you know, allow him to the barbecue mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I forgot what his name is. So, but, um, is it Gary Owen? It's, I think it is, but yeah, but it's the same thing with other things. Um, I mean, people can tell, you know, like we said with, with, you know, black people and, you know, you watching a show and it's like, Oh, Oh, there's the black, you know, there's the token character that's supposed to, you know, I'm supposed to relate to there's, there's the black power ranger, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That, <laughs> that you're supposed to relate to. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think it's the same thing. Yeah, and I'll say, um, so where it's kind of hard, where I get tricked a lot of times, well, health food it definitely tricks me. Um, food advertising, advertisement in general kind of can trick you pretty easily, especially if I'm hungry. I'm going to get tricked, and I won't notice the, like, when you take a look, at food advertisements and promotions it becomes more obvious what they're trying to do and how they're using design to promote it but it, I feel like in the moment I just get caught up and I don't notice the design element it's it's when like so last week I was designing some labels for um, some vegetarian meat products or something like that and um, veggie meat basically so if I was shopping I wouldn't I wouldn't notice the design or I wouldn't notice how the design was affecting my decision as much. But 
when I was actually designing it, then I had to think, okay, like what colors are going to kind of make people interested in this food and think about it as healthy and gluten-free and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that's the only time I really think about it. Cause when I'm growing, walking through the grocery store, it's like, Ooh, that box is red and yellow and red and yellow make you hungry. And I'm probably going to pick that one up or that box is green. It must be healthy or whatever like that. You never, you never buy a red and yellow box for, oh, for what you eat. But no, there's a lot of things in red and yellow. Like most, pizzas are in red and yellow boxes like in the frozen ones oh well uh, well yeah like DiGiorno or something like that but yeah a lot like, of them are in well when I, I was just thinking like when it comes to like healthy stuff it's usually going to be in some other well so uh, an example I can think of is like Boca Burgers Boca Burgers are in they have red and I don't know if it's yellow it might be orange I haven't looked at their box recently but when you start mm. to look at it you'll see like a lot of this stuff uses similar color palettes like greens, reds, browns, those are all well red, yellow, brown are colors that promote kind of make you hungry. Yeah. Well, I notice it's like that with fast food mm-hmm. restaurants or restaurants in general, especially fast food. Um that yeah, they're going to be red and yellow. Red and yellow, red and yellow. It was black and okay. yellow. Um um So the other thing I noticed this in is like uh and it's, it's funny because you don't even realize it, like the design of restaurants. So this is more like interior design. But in restaurants, a lot of times, like fast food restaurants, they're going to tend to have brighter colors to make you hungry. But they're going to have hard seats because they don't really want you to stay there long. They want you to buy and leave. And then like those more expensive <laughs> sit down restaurants, they're going to have low lighting, more like muted, more richer colors like uh, browns, burgundies, purples, stuff like that. And they're going to have softer seats because they need you to stay there and eat a lot of food and leave a tip and stuff like that. And it wasn't until I read about it and then I was like, ah, (laughs) I never even noticed this. But I think it's one of those things like, I don't know, as a designer, I just didn't even notice it. And I feel like I should have. Well, that's that's why it's that's why I think it's weird for McDonald's how they're trying to be more healthy and trying to like, oh, free Wi-Fi, like, hey, stick around. But it's like nobody wants to stick around, really. You know, it's like they're trying to get that crowd that's going to Starbucks and everywhere else, but it's like it'll never feel yeah. the same. I mean, you're more, I don't know. I was in Panera the other day and someone was in there with a whole printer, like printing things out. It's like, <laughs> really? That's strange. Yeah, it's like, wow. All right. I mean, I guess. <laughs> but <laughs> So, as a designer, do you think design blindness is bad? Um, or good. I I don't I don't know. If, I mean, I don't know if there's a way to say it's good or bad. I mean, if you're a designer, you're I think you're going to notice it. If you're a good designer, you're going to notice it. You're going to notice other good design. Um, I would say, I don't know. It may be a good thing sometimes because there are times when I'm walking around and it's like I wish I could just eat at this restaurant, but I really don't like their font. I mean, I, you know, there's mm-hmm. things that bother me. I can't just sit there and not be bothered by something you know the, the design of well, i think uh, i think it's, um, it's i mean i know it's a little to, bit different because i have to think about it as to why i like certain things or why i like certain places or certain cars or whatever yeah but subconsciously i know like subconscious it's happening subconsciously i feel like all the time but i don't always i, I can't i'm not like uh focused in like on 
presently thinking like, oh, do I like the design of this? No, do I like the design of that? I feel like there's other things that yeah. influence, my, influence my decision as well. I mean, it's kind of like a salesman or something like that. I mean, if they're just pushy and annoying and it's obvious they're trying to sell something. Then, yeah, it's easier for me to shut it down. But it's like if you, you know, I feel like you actually care a little bit and you, you took the time to walk me through it, then I'm more intrigued to buy, you know, whatever you're mm-hmm. trying to sell to me. Um, I think it's the same thing with design. And, you know, I'm more, even if I'm aware of it, I'm more likely to go along with it if I feel like you tried to meet, you know, <laughs> you know, to do something visual appealing that I appreciate and you, you know, gave me the information I could find what I was looking for easily. You know, you did, you did a good job and then I'm more likely to go, okay, mm-hmm. thank you. <laughs> even if you weren't, you know, even if you are more expensive or, you know, something else, I may be more likely to go along with right. it because of that. Yeah. I think a lot of that happens for me too, but it, it's, it's all subconsciously or 90% of it. Of course I do think about like price and stuff like that, but I'm not always thinking about, how the design affects my decisions and i think that's an interesting thing to try to think about at least especially as a designer because then it can help guide you when you're designing things for other people you know what i'm saying because like when i was designing those uh packaging for veggie uh, meat i didn't i did i've never really thought about what the packaging of that stuff looks like and so yeah. Oh, yeah. Meat and so when general? I started Googling and I started oh. noticing the similarities and colors and and different things they use to kind of, you know, promote what they're trying to do. So I thought it was really interesting. Especially, well, for veggie meat, I think they can get away with not being red and yellow. Personally, I believe that. Because vegetables are, well, some vegetables are red and yellow, but I think, like, I bought some burgers. They're called field burgers. I made one tonight. It was good. But um, their packaging is like tan with like some brown lettering on it. But I think that's what you expect on that in that section of the you know that section of Kroger is going to yeah, have that kind of stuff. That earthy color. Yeah. It's not gonna you know so if something over there was bright color you know. I think it would kind of throw me off. Well, even the ones that use like the reds and the yellows, they don't use like bright fire engine red. They use like a subdued red or like a a light orange type of color because they want to blend. Well, on one hand, you want to blend in with your surroundings. And then the other hand, you want to stand out a little bit. But you don't want to be like, woo, I'm unhealthy when everything else is all healthy looking. That That made me think about something. And maybe this is another episode, but... Which section of the store has the best design? Because I was just thinking about all the health stuff and like, they usually have really good design. Yeah. Even if it's minimal, they usually well, have I think good design. We can talk about this. <laughs> Maybe this is another episode, but <laughs> I think uh, health food is trying to win you over on two fronts. Because a lot of times, uh, health food is going to be more expensive. That's just the way it is just like you think about a mercedes it's way more expensive but if a mercedes looked the same as like a honda you wouldn't be willing to pay that money but they spent a lot of money getting that design right and that distinctive look and feel so when you are in a mercedes people know you're in a mercedes the same thing well not the same thing with the food but with food they have to put they have to put money into the design of their containers and packaging because they've got to convince you to pay 
that premium over the cost of just getting some beef or whatever. Because like if you look at the packaging on regular like meat, it's just a label. <laughs> it's not even packaging for real. Like there's no design on it because it's yeah. like you know what you already know what this is. <laughs> yeah, because you're look you don't care what brand yeah. it is for the most part. You're just like you know. Well, because a lot of times if you're buying meat, well not all the time, but unless it's frozen or something like that. It's from that store. It doesn't matter. You want to see yeah, what the like, meat looks like. Yeah, but like you seen like Tyson's chicken Pause. stuff like that. It, it the well, design yeah. is nothing amazing. Yeah. Well, I think you. Yeah, no. I mean, because you know what you're getting once you get in that aisle, and you just look. You know, I mean, yeah, that's more so the brand. But I mean, like the fresh well, yeah, yeah, meat, fresh meat. There is no that's, brand, you know. That. But still, there's not much uh, fanfare around that in terms of design, because it's like who cares. I know what I'm getting. Dead cow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, but even in that section, I do have the yeah. birthy. The stuff. free range. Yeah. <laughs> and know? it's like, okay, we've got to justify yeah. why you're paying extra for dead cow. Free range, college educated. <laughs> Low carb, gluten free, <laughs> BPA free. GED. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, that's interesting. I mean, a real question, I mean, like when you're talking about the Mercedes, the question is, um, if you wasn't rapping, would you still be riding I thought you were asking a real question. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry. I, I kind of missed my window for that question earlier, and I just felt like I needed to bring it back. I uh, have been rapping, and I've been riding Mercedes for years. Um, okay. Right. Well. Used Mercedes. But um, I actually had something <laughs> relevant to say, and I forgot what it was. Because you felt the need to bring up Pimp C. Oh, you're, you're welcome. R.I.P. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I think I don't know. I I I, mean, I guess I, it's hard to think about it how or remember what it was like before I was into design or before I cared about design because I don't remember when that was. But I, I I feel like the way designs affect me and change my decisions and stuff like that or guide me in terms of my choices is not that far different from someone who is not a designer do you think there's a difference for you um i don't know i think i may care about it more i may maybe i care more about it more than you because it's something i think about all the time well, i guess i was um, thinking uh, in terms of I'm like let's for say it. for instance a prime example i can think of is like apple versus a pc Apple definitely yeah. has a better looking design in terms of the physical device. PCs have stepped their game up. Yeah. But if I'm a designer and I just need a good device to do my work on at the best price point, what's best? A PC is definitely better. It's not going to cost me a rack. Yeah, it's going to work. I know what I'm you. doing. It's not <laughs> yeah. all stupidly simple. And I know I like I know I can use it. No hate, like, don't get mad all the yeah. Apple fanboys. So ignoring design, I would get a PC every time. But well, I have a Mac. There's also <laughs> well, there's yeah. also spite, and I'm fine with that. Like, for instance, there are maybe one or two Jordans that I think mm-hmm. are look pretty good, but I never buy them, and that's partially out of spite. I mean, I'm not, I don't know who specifically I'm trying to stick it to or like, yeah, I'll show them or whatever, but I just, you know, 
I mean, also, I just like, you know, what? It, I'm not getting Jordans at this point. It just seems too black. <laughs> you know, I don't know. But it feels, <laughs> feels too urban for me to do that. But uh, I don't know. It's just like, what's, what's the, I'm not getting Jordans at this point. There's plenty of other shoes I can get. Or I have a friend that don't insist on Nikes all the time. And, like, I rarely buy Nikes specifically to spite him. And I, you know, I'll put that over design. Okay, so <laughs> that's a, a personal so, problem uh, <laughs> you have with you and your friend. Uh, well, no, okay, okay. Well, I'll give you, I'll give you a real example or another. <laughs> I mean, those are real. <laughs> Not that those aren't real. Those are someone, real examples. When you were younger, did I someone like kick you wearing a Nike or Jordans or what? Is, is there some pent up anger you need to deal with from your childhood? Okay. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, when I when I was younger, I didn't have any Nikes, and now I have three pairs of Jordans currently that I rarely wear. And it's not like, ooh, I'm going to get what I never had as a child, but I actually like them. But uh, that's that. Anyway, that's my life story. I just, I, I mean, I'm just, I don't know. I'm not paying over a hundred dollars. I'm just difficult. I mean, I just, this, I haven't come across one that I was like, oh, this is mm-hmm. perfect price. I'm getting these. You know, somebody was just like, oh, here, here's some for like fifty bucks. I'd be like, oh, oh, okay. Well, I did buy some Jordans actually. They weren't Jordan Jordans. They were like Jordan brand things. But I bought those as a flip on eBay. So, um, yeah. So, <laughs> still, never worn, never lost. But no, okay, so a good example of, okay, so when I'm looking for a new book to read, I know that you should. <laughs> you shouldn't I mean, judge a, a book by its cover. Common saying, don't judge a book by its cover. I absolutely the only judge thing a to book judge by, by cover. Well, no, you can read the description. Yeah, but how do you decide which one to read? But I, the cover. Yeah, exactly. By the cover, yeah. By the title and everything, yeah. I mean, you got to start somewhere, and I absolutely look at that, and I'm like, man, why did they choose that? Like this has nothing to do with the story, like or like what that or it's a picture of the character and now it's ruined because that's I think that that's mm-hmm. what's in my head now or like I don't know I just I absolutely judge it by the cover. And her books I've circled back around. I mean yeah, because it does catch your eye. It's like oh this is but cool. Do you think Let me that see what is that is far different from how someone who's not in design or a designer would uh, judge a book. I don't know. I, I don't think know. it's that different because I think I don't so, know. So I think people I that are not designers again, we're, we're just speaking for those people, <laughs> just like we like to speak for women and other groups that can't speak for themselves. Um, that's a joke. Uh, White people. I think that <laughs> they like the way we think about you know design and stuff like that. We might be aware of the reasons for our choices, but I don't think our choices are that different than what someone who is not aware of why they're making the choice would make. So like, you know, I might pick whatever book because I like the cover and someone else may pick the book because they like the cover, but they may say, Oh, well, I also like the title or it just looked interesting. And they don't know the reason why it might've been because the colors or the, the particular layout that was used in the cover appealed to them, but they don't realize they don't have the, the uh, vocabulary to talk about it the way I could potentially. Oh, so they're influenced by it. They're influenced. You're saying they're influenced by it. They just might not realize it as much as we are because we, yeah, we yeah, know yeah, where yeah. we're like, I'm, influenced I'm, by it. I'm drinking the Kool Aid while I know what's in the Kool Aid. I know exactly what this Kool Aid is going to do to me, but I'm drinking it anyway. Whereas I feel like some, you know, people that may not know design, they're just drinking the Kool Aid. 
Oh, normies. <laughs> is what they call normies? Them. I've never heard of them. <laughs> Sorry. That's too much bodega. Anyway. Um, no, it's, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that answered the question, if it's a good or bad I, I'd, thing. I'd say, <laughs> for, for me personally, I think it's a good thing. Well, okay, so design blindness. <clears throat> I think it can be useful at times because there are some times where you, you will be caught up in a good design and make a bad choice or caught up in, you know, there's obviously other elements in play, like, you know, the assumption around like the, uh, what your peers will think and all kinds of other things influence your decision. But if it's strictly based on design, I, I there's definitely been times where, you know, I like the way something looks and it may not be the best thing I should choose or whatever, or, you know, the colors and other things that were used in the design influenced me one way or another when I probably shouldn't have. So shouldn't have been. So knowing, at least being aware of what's happening, I think is, is very powerful because then you can make better choices or at least see through the design and, and look, and, you know, analyze things for what they are like, okay, it looks pretty. <clears throat> it's attractive to me for whatever reason, because they're using members of my aspirational group and the advertisement or whatever. But really, do I need that thing? No. Or am I that hungry? No. Or should I eat that? No. So. Or should I double click that Instagram double click? photo? No. Use Instagram for your computer? Nothing. Double tap. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I messed that up. <laughs> yeah, but I uh, so uh, I think because uh, there's been I several times where. <laughs> like I'll be looking at something and I'm like, yeah, I really like that or whatever. And then later on, after I've spent some time around it, I'll look at it again with my designer eye and I'm like, wait a minute. That's not even that good looking. Like I see why I liked it, but it's obvious now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I, I think I can look past things when it's not like, I think it bothers me more when I can tell yeah. they tried if I know that they just designed something, it's like, you know, I, I can look past it. I'm okay with it. I don't let it bother me that much. But when it's when people try too hard, it's like, I know what you're trying yeah, yeah. to do. But yeah, if I can see right. if it's blatant <laughs> what strategies you're using to get me to look at something, I'm more likely to ignore it because I know I know how it was made. Yeah. So I've seen like billboards with like massive red arrows pointing to some word or something. It's like, all right. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, it's like, all right, okay. Like, I mean, I guess there's going to be an argument made. Like, is that effective for other people or it's for the masses or is that just us that it bothers? I mean, because there's, there are times, you know, in design where things need to be bad looking mm -hmm. out of function functionality mm -hmm. you know because you know because it needs to work or this is a these you know industry standard right. so it needs to look bad or you know or there's just things that you have to mm -hmm. do that you would wish you didn't have to so yeah but it, it, it's, it's again what works yeah so uh, that reminds me it's not directly related but it reminds yeah. me of like uh you know those uh african prints uh, nigerian prints scheme things where they send you emails saying i'm a nigerian prince and i need you to uh, send me some money so I can send you a bunch of money or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, nothing. So, um, I was reading about that and they were saying actually that when they send those emails out, 
they purposely make them they purposely make it so you can tell it's a scam on some level because those people that would have not fallen for the obvious scam they would have they wouldn't it wouldn't have worked all the way through so what i guess i'm probably explaining this the worst way ever but like if i if i know that i can't get you past like level two or level three of the scam then i don't even start with you so I might send they send an email out to massive amounts of people. Most people delete it, but the ones that open it are the ones that are dumb enough to actually fall for part of the scam so they can get money. So it's really oh. a filtering mechanism to say, hey, how dumb are you? If you're dumb enough to open this email, then we have a chance. But if you just delete it, we didn't want to talk to you anyway because we will be wasting our time. And I think people use design in the same way. Like makes sense. we're gonna design this in a certain way that appeals to this certain group. And so, anyone who it's not for will just blatantly ignore it. And as a designer, when I see stuff that's done yeah. like that, especially when I can tell who you were going after, then it's easy for me to say, okay, that's not for me, I'll ignore it. Or I can see like how it was done, and it's like, ah, I see, what, I see exactly what they're trying to do, and so I don't need to look at it or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think anybody designed something well maybe some people specifically thinking about designers but I guess some people do but you know, like you know, all that stuff Adobe does but yeah. it's like really who else are you going to buy from yeah I know <laughs> I know right it's like, I don't like the design of I don't like their new logo No, that's like when Instagram changed their logo I don't like it yeah but what are you going to do yeah <laughs> nobody quit <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I guess that's uh, what we wanted to talk about this week. Um, any New Year's resolutions? Um, this year, I'm not doing it for the new year. I'm doing it month to month, so um, I need to write down January's <laughs> resolutions. I haven't done that yet. I resolve to write down my resolutions before the end of the month. <laughs> <laughs> yes, January, I'm going to write down my resolutions, and February, I'm going to... No, I mean, um, I no, I mean, I have some stuff in mind, but I haven't, yeah, I haven't sat down and like really wrote them down. Obviously, I need to do that, mm-hmm. but um, I don't know. Go to the gym. I mean, I was doing that anyway, so that's not a real resolution. Um, I don't know. Well, I mean, there's there one thing I definitely want to do because I've been kind of slipping on it is um, with like my artwork, I. Don't feel like there. When I first started, not when I first started doing it, but when I started taking it more seriously a couple of years ago, I, there were clear advancements. And and it just since I moved over to just so last week or whatever, I was moving a bunch of paintings and stuff like that, and went through a bunch of old artwork, and you could see like obvious um, mm-hmm. growth from you know like from that time to you know later on and later on. And I mean, I know that may that obvious like jumps of you know skill or just growth may reduce over time naturally but i would like to be able to see an obvious um growth you know from year to year and i don't feel like i saw that at the end of this year compared to the beginning of this last Mm -hmm. year you know so that's one thing i want to do is make sure i commit to you know doing more of my own work and making you know obvious steps of you know getting better at it sounds like a plan so i'd say my 
one of my uh, resolutions for this year is to try to work trying to avoid just being a Photoshop operator um, for people just for money because I've done it in the past and I've tried to get away from it but I want to get more to I guess what you call like a consulting model with clients so I'm not just going to do whatever you ask me to do I'm going to give you try to give you some advice and some guidance in terms of what's going to work best to help you out instead of just yeah you want it pink I'll make it pink oh yeah I mean, that's a miserable existence. Anyway. And then I, I completely agree with what you were saying in terms of seeing progress, because I know, I don't know, it just feels great to see progress. So there's a few things that I've been saying I was going to do, and I've seen progress on a few things, but I want to continue to see progress. So I got to just keep working, keep working. I mean, what? Hey. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and another thing is that book I was writing, I definitely want to make some progress the, on the that. The comic book? I mean, I... Yeah. yeah, someone I mentioned that to someone. They keep asking me about it. So, Charles. So, yeah. <clears throat> well, I mean, did I tell you that? Well, I stopped drawing for a while and I went back and started writing the story mm-hmm. instead. So, I don't know. I'm still finishing the story. Then I'll be back around to drawing. So, <laughs> yeah. So watch out for that in 2018. Yeah, 20 something. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I guess for our podcast, one of our resolutions is to uh, get episodes out somewhat timely, in a somewhat timely fashion. But we are uh, moving towards uh, trying to go for a shorter format because uh, we had some episodes that were like an hour, hour plus, and it takes longer to edit. It takes more time out of things I need to do, like Netflix. So, yeah, and we don't want to ramble on for an hour just so we can get yeah. hit an hour. Want to be more concise, get to the point, and keep moving, have good content, all that kind of stuff. There's no point in wasting people's time just rambling on. Yeah, with that in mind, <laughs> thanks for tuning in. We don't have uh, to. <laughs> yep. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Asking Pixels Podcast. We hope you learned something. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, leave a comment or a like or something, please. Um, check us out on the social media. We don't post there often, but that's our New Year's resolution. We're going to post there more often. Um, maybe. We, we lost two oh, followers. Oh, no. So I know someone uh, <laughs> who uh, reacts very negatively to losing followers, and it's like, really? It's not even a real person. But anyway, <clears throat> anything else to add? Mm, nope. Uh, new Year, New You, or whatever that saying is. If you're still saying that, I feel like you're kind of corny. So don't say that this year and uh, check us out next time. Hopefully in a week or so, we'll be back with another episode. Hopefully. No promises. <laughs> We're not like promise people to nothing. I already broke your new yeah, I start out with mine. <laughs> All right. We're out. Bye.